fix yourselves. Why don't you go fix yourself? Here's a headline. How about go fix yourself? Go fix yourselves. Go fix yourself. And we've started. Yeah, I can, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Do. Can you see it, it in gets, my glasses? No. Uh, just when oh. it gets quiet, I know it's time to go. Well, because I'm just waiting for you to like. What's he gonna do? Am I gonna say another inappropriate <laughs> thing like last week when I'm talking about cults? Yeah, no. But I've had quite. Wait, that's co- kind of what I was listening, waiting for. Just wait till he say, says something about genitalia. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> Every it's episode. Yeah. Oh uh, so, yeah. So I've had an interesting couple of days. So. Oh, lay it on Papa. Let me hear you. I decided, with the help of my my wife, to get allergy tested. Oh, okay. So yesterday I go in just expecting to maybe do a conversation about it and it turns into, okay, let's do patch testing. What's that? Well, I'm so glad you asked because I'm going to tell you. So <laughs> I'm you just take, setting you up. You take your shirt off, right? Yes. And, and your pants. So far so good. No, you just take your shirt off. <laughs> you put, Kyle, why are you taking your pants off? <laughs> please, <laughs> sir, please put your pants back on. <laughs> Um, and th- what they do is they take this marker and they mark up your back with. Oh, a bunch okay. Of- I've had that done. Oh, yeah. have you? The yeah, whole thing when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I had it done now, and for the viewers, you won't be listeners. You won't be able to see this, but I'll just show you what my back looked like. Oh no! Are you allergic to like a ton of random stuff? Oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> All right. It looks like let me uh, let me try to explain what I'm seeing here. So I'm looking at Kyle's bare back. Not the not the first time not, I've seen it. Yeah, uh, it's got a lot of dots, um, a lot of scribbles. You know, I'm assuming are the marks that they. But yeah. I also see a lot of red, a and lot a of lo- irritation, and a lot of hair. Looks like, <laughs> l- well, yeah. I mean, it's but I mean, it looks like. Uh, a rash it looks like you got oh, yeah. tons so of hives. rash. Yeah, a yeah. Bunch so of is that all ever. on your back still? No, no. So, but gone. I have. So what they do is then they they kind of document how big the hives are, basic basically to see what kind of reaction you're having to them and what's the most reactive, and then they kind of like rate them zero through okay. four. Let me let me ask you, what's the number one? It's like birch stuff, birch related. Staying inside, not going outside. There you go. Easy enough. But then you can have foods that react the same way, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to bore you with all those details. But so what they do is they clean that off, right? And they put some ointment on it to make it not itch. And then I have a secondary food patch on my back where they take foods and then they like basically cover them up on your back for three days or two days. So you got broccoli back there. You got all sorts of popcorn. That's actually my lunch for tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to open it up. Yeah. So my back right now is like all tape. So I'm wearing like a backpack. How is it feeling? It's annoying, but it's it's not bad. It doesn't itch or anything after they give you all this stuff. And then I got four shots in my arm to test Oh man, you went hardcore. Yeah. Well, because they wanted to narrow it down, like what is it actually? Yeah. And so last night I was trying to sleep, and you have tape on your back, and you can't shower. You can just take like, like oh, a bath with um, yeah. a washcloth. It's so, like having a cast on, kind of. Yeah. Can't get it wet. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just waiting for tomorrow. So then I'll get that off, and then the the next mornings when we'll go do the analysis, and I'll find out all the things that I okay. either need to eliminate or stop eating yeah you know it's kind of funny that reminds me of the time my mom uh took me to a naturopathic doctor (laughs) um never heard of this kind of doctor before but she was like i went to him it was great you know he can kind of look at he has a diagram and there's like he can read your eyes and he can tell kind of like what has been bothering you so apparently your eyes can reflect your emotions to a point. Mm. And so he can examine your eyes and be like, you know, and this is a blanket statement. Everybody can say this. You've been stressed. You know, I can tell because this is, this color is jutting out. teller. Right. (laughs) Something like that. But the one weird thing I remember is he had a hand cradle and he had it connected to a computer. And then for, before I went in to see him, the receptionist had me put my hand in this cradle and just sit there. And so apparently this this device was reading my body, basically. Mm. 
And then it prints out a bunch of pages with food that I shouldn't eat, with what my levels are. Very interesting. Not sure um, about the... Do you make you take your pants off? Because <laughs> those, those are the type of doctors that do that. I need to feel your aura. Oh, man. No, it wasn't anything like that. Um, but Don't the, go back. The one me. thing was weird. He, he So he listed off, you know, he printed off a, a list of like 10 or 15 food items that I mm-hmm. should not eat. Sure. Number one, popcorn. And mm. I was like, F you, doc. You're so wrong. <laughs> you're an idiot. Yeah. I'm never coming back to you, you dumb. Where did you get your degree? Yeah. Yeah, the, the toilet store. <laughs> the, he was a Phoenix. He was <laughs> University of, uh, uh, yeah, Phoenix. Um, yeah, that's an interesting thing right there because I think the doctors I went to would be like, don't go see people like that that don't do right proper testing. And I know we probably have listeners that are maybe into that or not. Yeah, I that's that's something I don't want to go go I too mean, deep into. You know, and I mean, like I'm not gonna not go to a naturopathic doctor. I actually looked for one mm-hmm. up here because I was in New York. Um, not many up here that that do what he was doing because I thought that was interesting as far as like I do like the foods listed out. I do have like adverse reactions to those. You know what I mean? But if I cut them out of my diet, they I feel a lot miserable. better. <laughs> yeah. Well, popcorn is like. But- Popcorn's we we talked happening. about this before. Yeah, yeah no, popcorn's ha- has to happen. It's part of my name. It's part of my heritage. It's, it's it has a lot to do with. I you. like all kinds of corn. Corn on the cop, kettle corn, uh, candy corn. Uh, you want the me to keep going? Corn. You know, I was a big fan. I know. Freaking yeah. a leash, baby. Um, yeah, I feel like the schooling for a naturopath doctor would be less. Than Ooh, like an MD. I hope we get people. I, I would love in. to be wrong, and, yeah. But I'm just. I hope we get an angry no, email. I, I have to take that back. I'm sure you there sons is. Sons of bitches! How could you? I went to eight years. Well, At a Phoenix. lot of people. A lot of people go to eight years of college. So, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it got me thinking about operating at a hundred percent. Right, we've talked about this with parents and and other people that right. like people just accept with like how you feel right now is like oh, either yeah. your your baseline like that's that's me that's that's right. good steven i woke up i had coffee and that's i'm operating at 100 percent. yep but are you right or is your 100 percent actually you know 60 you know what movie made me limitless limitless but also recently it was the one limitless with, too <laughs> it was with uh scarlett johansson and she oh, is um when uh, a, peppermint? A, no, I, oh, can't I just saw called. that on Netflix. But. Um, but anyway, she's supposed to be a drug. You know, what do they call them? Like they, she, they a got, meal. Yes, drug meal. Ooh. And anyways, the drugs explode oh, inside her, a, her her stomach, her, her rectum. <laughs> well, that's where there's a lot of people. Hide <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. But no, uh, they like cut open the belly and they oh. stuffed it inside. Anyway, there was a leak, and this was like a brand new drug. But then it like released. Like it showed, you know, 10% right. of releasing from her brain, you know, because we only use like 10% or whatever. Yeah. So know. it's like normal. And sure. then you see 15%, 20%. And she's like karate <laughs> and learning, yeah. you know, different languages at the speed of light. And then like, whatever, it, it gets a little crazy at the end. But I'm same, like, same it made idea. me think as far as like, where is that level? How do we get to like, you know, if we're operating at 10% and that's our normal, it's like, Yo, how do we get to 11%? Yeah. Well, that's what we all, I think that's like the drug in itself is like chasing better. That's like, I mean, there's a billion dollar industry of like um, brain focus. Oh, yeah. Drugs. You know, in my head, I've I've taken a bunch. I've fallen for them. Drugs or stuff? (laughs) Both. Both. (laughs) Honestly, you know what? You know what? Let's be honest. Both. But like. You know the brain focusing one, like um, yeah, yeah. Qualia and on it. Mm-hmm. Just none of them work for me. I almost bought some at Costco the other day because they have the brain focus brand, right? For, it's and it's I was like, so mm. enticing, right? It's it so is. enticing. Who doesn't want to use their brain? More? Bingo. Yeah, uh, idiots. That. <laughs> <laughs> Did you buy it? Did you purchase it? No, <laughs> I didn't. Because I'm not going to be duped. <laughs> but that's who doesn't. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. No, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely interested. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I just haven't found a product that works for me because I'll be like, it could be working. I'm getting a lot done. But then yesterday I was on, I wasn't on anything and I was getting a lot done. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, am I just, is it a placebo? Yeah. Right. I'll, just I mean, I think when we're 40, when we're 40 ish in that age range where that is right around the corner, it is. I think we should do an ayahuasca retreat. Oh, absolutely. Like I want to get real weird. Yeah. In you know, and it, you're not the first person I've talked no. to. Because I mean, everybody a, knows about it now. Right. I have several friends who have been like, we're doing it. We're doing it. Yeah. I think it's more like my responsibility. I've always let responsibility outweigh responsibility. any. What's that? Responsibility. Exactly. Not quite yet. Shout out to MXPX, baby. It's been a while. Yeah. But responsibility is something that like I have always put in front of drugs. Never dabbled with Absolutely, drugs because yeah. I'm always like I can't like drink drinking technically a drug, but yeah. we're talking other drugs. Yeah, yeah, recreational, Rec- you know, pot. Yeah, anything. Yeah, anything else, mushrooms, blah blah blah. And so I want to get to the point where I'm like 40 and like you're just like fuck it. Well, and it's like maybe responsibility <laughs> you know shift. What? My 30s, I was yeah, responsible. I was responsible. It's time to let to go. 40. Time to let go. Yeah. But I mean, you figure like kids might be older and like less reliant on me at that oh, point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, the wife might let me just go off on ayahuasca retreat. <laughs> and so. Have you talked to her about this? Uh, I've told her about my like fascination with drugs. Yeah. The, I don't like want to do them, but I'm like, I and jealous of people that have found something to like relax them. Right. Like when people smoke pot, yeah. I look at them and I'm like, I want that. I'm jealous. Jealous is maybe the wrong term because I could, could do it. Right. I just feel I want the the sensation they get from it. I want to be able to relax and not think. And then some people don't react right. like that when they smoke pot. So it's like, I don't want to go through the experimentation. Yeah. I want exactly what I want. Yes. Like now. That is, okay. So talking about marijuana, that is one thing that I cannot get over. I do yeah. like, you know, sometimes I, I like doing it, it by myself. And if that, then I, but I rarely do. It's been years um, since I have. But when I did it last, it was like, I would, you know, come home from work. I was a server or a bartender yeah. at that time. So it was late. You know, I would have um, an edible or something, and then I would get deep, deep, deep into creative process, right? So I was working on music at that time, so I would just get into the, <laughs> just picture you. the role. I mean, let, let me paint. Let me paint this your picture. Keyboard's not even because, plugged in. You're just, <laughs> <laughs> let me paint this picture because because I feel like it needs a visual, and it's probably on par with what you're visualizing. I can see. It. I get you know, I get home. And I, you know, I turned on my laptop and I would just go sink into whatever I was doing. Right. And I would, you know, replay things over and over again and fine tune the frequencies. Like it was like I was uh, a composer and I was like orchestrating like a, a giant orchestra. And I was always like, just like up a little bit, down a little bit, you know, and oh, I just yeah. got into it for hours, dude. What and I then, picture is then you. I came to, well, then, then I came to a point where I would just be like, holy piss, I have been here for hours. This is probably like, you get to that point where you've worked on something for so long, you're like, this is probably crap. And it's just one symbol hit. <laughs> dude, there were nights where it was like, literally, I would, I would be like, you know, I'd go back to it the next day and be like, what the F yeah. was I thinking? It was like, beep, 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 beep. And that's it. You know, just like a little melody. I'm like, yeah. oh man, Steven. That seems about right. I picture you like sitting at a desk like the one I had in Puyallup where I made it out of cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> I made it out of cardboard. Like, you had like six boxes. <laughs> yeah. Six paper boxes. I had Three on each side. And then I used some sort of like, was it a guitar? I don't know. It was some sort of cardboard box that was long and skinny and I put it on top and made myself a desk. We were so professional. (laughs) What if you walked into an office and someone had that desk? Sit down, take a seat. You know, always remember where you came from, Kyle. That's true. But that's what I picture. You sit in in your underwear on a cardboard desk, no laptop. No. no, no, (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, not far off. Yeah. Uh, Steven, what are you doing? Don't worry about it. So drugs, um, that's why we, we tend to stay away. Yeah. No, I mean, it, and I, I think what got me on that bunny trail is like, I, some days were like really mild. Some days were really extreme. And it's like, I just didn't like, cause like some, the extreme days I would be on the couch doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't like that. Yeah. I didn't like knowing what to not expect. And so in my head, I'm just like, let's just take it out. Because yeah. I'd rather, you know, alcohol, I know what one beer is going to do. I know what two beers are going to do. But like with marijuana, if you're smoking it, one puff, it could like <laughs> seriously change your night yeah. or be super mild. You know, for me, it was just like, I don't know what it is. I don't know how that's going to affect my body. And I want to, you know, be a human tonight and not a couch cushion. Yeah. And like... I'd never want to take the advice on drug usage from somebody that I'm like, and there's granted tons of smart people that use drugs, but there's a lot of dumb people that use drugs. And that's not who I want to help guide me on my trip. Well, I mean, if you're talking about ayahuasca, let's clearly... That's a different, like, that is something that I've just committed to that, freaking. I'm okay to die, you know? (laughs) I mean, I want that freaking guy who's been through it. I need the guru... Yeah. I'm ready to throw up and do all the weird stuff. Dude, that's the thing. I've read an article and yeah. it was like Times Magazine or yeah. something big. And it was like someone, you know, was like, I'm going to test throw this out. Yep. And it did not sound appealing. And this person did not have a good time. And that is what I would be worried about yeah. for me is because it's like, yes, I would want to do it. But I would really, really, really only be doing it just to have that big revelation. Or have a see out of body experience. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? God. I get That's it. the only point, the only reason I would want to do it. And I think I'd be thinking about that too much. Yeah. And it wouldn't work. It wouldn't, yeah. Because I'd be like forcing myself to do it and then it would just make it worse. Yeah. Anytime right? I've done with like hallucinogens, like I remember oh. Salvia. Oh, yeah. And that was like a weird, bad trip. And that's why I just kind of stayed away from this. Like, I don't like being out of control or not yeah. knowing what my body's doing. Yep, exactly. That's my big thing. Yeah. Is I'm a control freak, and that's not what I'm looking for. Is yeah. to like be walking around without knowing I'm walking around. Bingo. And I think also the idea of like res- you were going back to responsibility, what you talked about, mm-hmm. is like for me, even if I have stuff to do the next day, and it's maybe it's at night, it still is like, well, I don't know how this is going to affect me tomorrow. Like, what if I stay up all night? You know what I mean? It's just like, and that's the anxiety in me talking, the like over worrier in me being like, what if, you know, but at the same time, I'm like, no, I just don't need that. Yeah. I mean, that's how I treat drinking now as I just very, very rarely even get buzzed. Yeah. So there's really no even point for me to drink. I, I do. Um, I do have like the occasional beer, but like, I think it's been recently where. I have just been like, I don't need a drink on Friday or Saturday night to unwind. Soda water has been my drink. I'm going choice. sleepy time tea, baby. <laughs> I know. It's just getting like, real weird. <laughs> it's like it's so weird how it's like, you know, oh, once you hit 30, man, you're going to be a different person. It's like, yeah, right. No, I'm going to keep partying. And it's like, actually, no, I'm going to just have like a pomegranate liqueur. Yeah. Yeah, I've been unwinding with some pretty hardcore games of Monopoly with oh, Aiden. look at you. You crazy bastard. I I will say, I will probably destroy anybody at Monopoly. Yeah, I'm not a good It's all based on the the roll of the die, but... Absolutely. It's like risk, too. And you know what? We play by the Monopoly rules. No, None of this house rule crap that everybody plays by. There's very few people that actually play by... Give me one rule that's not a... That's a house rule. Is it like the free parking? Putting money in the middle. That's a... Oh, that's not Monopoly? Never. Oh. I thought that was. Let me ask you this. This will. This is a real Monopoly expert. <laughs> what happens if you land on a property and you don't want to buy it? What happens? You get auctioned. It, it does. Gets auctioned. Okay, you didn't know that one. Most people play it like you don't have the other person can buy it for that price. Like it actually gets auctioned off to the group. You're right. Yeah. And whoever bids the highest gets it. Right. Yeah. So like, there's that. Um, if you like have houses or hotels you have to like sell them back or build evenly yeah and then you can sell them back at half the price there's just he was telling me all the rules they play at like ymca and stuff like that i'm like these kids are nope yeah we're not played by those rules <laughs> you just like settle in let's get it but let's it's been get good weird because it taught them how to count money really quick you know that is actually a 
or like something costs skill. this much. Yeah. To because it's like also you want to, you know, like should I buy that property? Absolutely buy every yeah. property, and that's usually the strategy. But then it can come back to bite you. Yes, that is true. So, um, it's been a know, lot of Baltic them. Avenue. Right, we have the Alaska edition, so it's all Alaskan oh. prop. Uh, Alaska, I did a rod property. What is the purples? I'm kind of curious. The, 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 the Nikolai McGrath and Ofer. oh, so it's not like a plate, not like a city. Well, some of them are. I was there's thinking gnome. Of- there's um, Anchorage Wasilla. There's okay. A, you know, it's a bunch of. It'd be funny places. If, like, Anchorage that was the purple. <laughs> it is Anchorage and Wasilla are the cheapest. <laughs> so that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and then Nome is the obvious. So it basically goes along the route. Yeah. of the Iditarod. So okay. start on Anchorage oh, and end cool. on Nome. Oh, that's interesting. And I think I just realized that with a ever thinking about it. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we have uh, in our olden age have gotten a little bit more wild. Wild is the <laughs> synonym I was looking for. You know, we, my we, my wild night is like we ordered takeout, and my thing, oh, dude, steak sandwiches. Hmm. I love steak sandwiches. That was like like chili or a cheesesteak, like yes, a Philly cheesesteak, cheese yes, chili. chili. Uh, Philly cheese. I'm a yeah. sucker for Philly cheesesteaks. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's what we do. And then we watch a movie. That is like my ideal. Like now we're yeah. talking about post COVID. That is my like night chill. You know what I mean? Steak sandwiches yep. in a movie. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I love it. And then maybe popcorn if, I'm feel- if we're feeling it. And we're always feeling it. Yeah. Even Absolutely. though you're allergic to it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> who's to say? Yeah. You're just the doctor didn't all know anything. Puffy and everything by the other <laughs> Good. <laughs> Get an uh, EpiPen and yeah. shove it right. You in. know what's funny? Um, we haven't even talked about anything we want to talk about. We're halfway through this podcast, right? We've actually talked about everything I want to talk <laughs> it's about. It's true. To be honest, you know, because like Kyle and I, we do come in to these podcast uh, recording sessions and being like, what do you, what's something that we should talk about? Right. And so we do have a topic in mind and sometimes we don't talk about that topic at all. And sometimes that's all we talk about. Right. It just depends. And I think that's the beauty of this podcast, dude. Yeah. Today's, today's just been a real, and we talked about this for a second, just a real D sucker of a day (laughs) is what I will say. Yeah. Let's talk about work. let's, Let's talk about it. Well, I work the nine to five shitty day. Yeah. And just, there's just a lot going on at work that I don't want to deal with. And I feel like at the same time, it's kept me from being creative lately. Yeah. Maybe the past couple of weeks, I haven't made a video in, I don't know, two or three weeks. I I keep telling myself, okay, you're going to have some free time here next week. Like that's when you're going to do it. And then that week fills up. And then I'm like, next week, I'm going to do it. And then fills up. And it's like I mean, I'm not making time. You know, but I think the thing is that is life. Everybody has it that. Is. Whether whether it's, you know, a busy schedule or just like life gets in the way. First off, you have a wife and two kids also. Yes. So yeah. it's like I can understand why you haven't been, right? Well, sure. But it, they're usually not the reason I can't because, yeah. you know, they're we're all living our lives together, but I still have free time. Yeah, and my free time has been working extra hours or, or stuff like that. Okay, so. let's let's talk about your free time. Um, how do you? All right, so you've had a bad day. You've had, you've bad, had days. A bad day. Yeah. Oh God. We should do that every time someone says something. That could be a song. We need to we need to sing it. Insert. You know, okay. like looking back, looking back at me. Okay, I yeah. See. You know, we got to do that. Just breaking the song. It's raining. Interrupt. <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, what I was saying is like, you've had a bad day, you, uh, maybe a few bad days. What is yeah. your, you know, like, how do you get back on track and what does that look like? Because what, yeah. and what is your track? I mean, what is that track? You know, is that making a video? Does that make you feel better or do you unwind doing that? Or, you know, you're a big golfer, you yeah. know? Um, I know for me, you know, I was asking you the question, but I'll answer it really quick. It's like during the summers, I don't do this during the winters, is like if I'm stressed, if I've had bad days, one thing to do is just like go for a quick run. Yeah, sure. There's one thing I've been just like, because I can listen to just gnarly Whatever metal music. Yeah. Just absolute like metal music, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like disgusting. People, Creed. 
Nickelback. <laughs> you got it. Bangers. <laughs> Breaking yep. Benjamin. Ooh. Buck Cherry. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Trapped. Trapped. I was, gonna say, I was <laughs> looking for that name. I was like, oh. uh, But I, I think, um, you know, because it's like, I can listen to this music. I can go as fast as I want, as slow as I want. I can go for a mile. I can go for three. I can go for six, whatever. Doesn't really, I don't really go for six that many times unless I'm training for something. But that helps me to kind of like, okay, yeah, it's not that bad. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so what's that for you? Mm, it's a, I think it's a mix. I started, ironically, on like one of the first podcasts, we talk about that book that I was reading about, about the Comanches, Comanches, right? Yeah. And so I started listening to that again because it just, sometimes I feel like, perspective again again my life i'm well poor kyle you know i had a tough day yeah and i'm like okay yeah my life is cake so stop being a sissy about it <laughs> yeah and do something about it make some more time or say no put your foot down you know in certain regions of work or or you know i'm not required to do overtime i choose to to make people happy but i could yeah. just say no you know what i'm gonna spend family time tonight or whatever yeah so i think it's more of just like getting back to the fact that jobs will come and go and stuff like that but yeah. you know always take care of the family and that's a lot of times what makes you happy is you know like seeing caroline crawling around yeah. you know giggling coming into my office while i'm working is like okay you know what yeah. life's pretty good dad is working yeah get out <laughs> 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 yeah, so I take my anger out on her mainly, oh, you know, for <laughs> old baby. <laughs> but uh, I just think like like you're saying, exercise is a scientifically proven way to reduce stress. Yeah. Is that's always something that you should do on when yeah you can. It is funny because <laughs> during the winter, it's like I don't go right. running at all, and that's I think that's another level. Is like I love running outside. I hate running on yeah, the treadmill. treadmill. Just <laughs> absolutely hate it. But like, yes, I'm way more stressed in the winter. Also, there's a lot of darkness. And that really adds to the darkness. Yeah. The, the darkness. Come to the dark side. I always think of a, a classic movie, 30 Days of Night. Oh. <laughs> filmed in Barrow for two shots, I heard. For two shots. Apparently. Oh, I wonder which ones those were. Uh, there was one where it's a sign. Oh. <laughs> there's a, like a, a welcome yeah, yeah. to Barrow sign. Yeah. And I was like. Why didn't you just make that? They probably I don't know if it's it. true or not. Yeah, it's probably. And then apparently, you know, I think they had um, a shot of the whole town or something yeah. like that. I don't know. I really liked that movie. I, I remember don't know seeing why. it in theater. I did too. I, I haven't. Maybe we saw it together. I don't remember. But it could be. I haven't revisited it. I watched it again. And there is. Does it still hold up? There's a couple scenes in there. And I know we're going off on a, a theater. Yeah, it's okay. But it's okay. It's, it's a movie about. If For those of you who don't know most people should at this point it's about the city of barrow in alaska which is at the very top um never been always wanted to go yeah i've been near there um and you know the rumor always is that they have 30 days of night every year during winter solstice the movie title oh god and um they do the sun just doesn't come up the same way like you would normally have it on a day or it comes up for a very short period of time. I don't remember. Anyways, so Just what like happens behind the mountains? Yeah, is because there's no daylight. This is the perfect time for vampires yeah. that just so happen to come out during this month to feast. Yeah, and it's so they perfect, right? And so most people are leaving Barrow because they don't want to be there during the thirty days of night because yeah. it's too depressing. And so these vampires show up and start killing all the people that live there. Yeah, um, and. Who is it? Josh. 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 Um, I was going to say Dumal. That's not yeah. it. Um, Anyways, it doesn't matter. He's the lead sheriff right there yes. in yeah. his. Too sexy for. Yeah. For no, no, no. <laughs> Come no, on. No, no, no. no. And, uh, Too sexy for Alaska. No, actually, is he the. Because the, then his ex wife or his ex whatever is the other sheriff. Couldn't tell you. I forget. Anyways, great movie. There's a couple scenes in there where there's like an aerial view of them like going over the city and the yes. vampires are jumping on yes, everybody. I do and remember eating. that. Like yeah. that was like such a cool shot. Like where mayhem's happening. I wonder how they shot that. I don't know, but it like, was cool. That was That's like one pre, thing that always that was sticks like out. Pre-drones too. Yeah, well, yeah, that movie was, had to be like 2000. Yeah. Yeah. You see all these shots like on movies and I'm like, how did you film this? Probably like string, like like 
oh, a line, maybe. you know? Yeah. There it's is that. not a string. Or, but. you know, a <laughs> helicopter. Yeah. Like they had that. And you just like, can you imagine like, I don't know. I'm just like thinking big time right now. It's like having a movie and then being like trying to direct helicopters for shots oh, yeah, yeah. when it's just like, it's so easy to have a guy with his phone just connected to the drone be like, okay, yeah. just fly again. Ah, do it again. Get that ah, shot. Do it quick. And it's just like with a helicopter, it just adds so much more stress. But yeah. thank the Lord we're in 2020. A modern time. We just watched. 2021. Jeez. And this is another just moot point that's not important, but we were watching the beginning of Witches. During oh, Halloween, the DV. old one. Oh, uh, the old one. I've never seen it. Which is about like they turn the little kids into mice. Oh, it's on like HBO. Yeah, well, or the old one, the, the original. One. Yeah, yeah. And it's I, I started watching the new one. I couldn't. Finish Anyways, it. the opening scene is which is like it's a POV of the witches flying in the mountains. So Sweet. Aiden's like, well, how did they shoot that in the 1992? And I was like, well, it's probably like a plane that they had a camera on the front because it's like yeah. all shaky and jittery. Oh, is it really? And it's just, it, it's basically footage of somebody flying through mountains like in fast forward. Oh, interesting. So I'll it's have to just really that. crappy yeah. quality. But, you know, nowadays you would get some awesome like drone yeah, shots smooth. through like mountain peaks and stuff yeah. like that. And this is like... <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> interesting. Like, yeah. We are so fortunate. I was talking to a buddy on the phone and... uh it's just like we have the capability to make a movie. Yeah, no, you know what sure. I mean? Like we have laptops, we have the software, we have the cameras. Mm-hmm. And it's like... But we don't. Yes, we don't. Oh, 95, 99% of people don't. I know, it's so crazy. Whereas, you know, the guys with the little VHS were making videos, home videos for, yeah. you know, years. And yeah. it's just... It, it, and it kind of hurts me because I'm like, that is what I want to do. But at the same time, it's really... It's access to too much. You know, maybe that is. And it goes back to like having days where you work, you work, you work. And then sometimes like personal creative projects can almost feel like work. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you don't want to do it. I think it's an abundance of information that we have because in the gear world we live in now, like we're just talking about all this gear. Like you don't feel like you can make a movie until you get all this gear. Yeah. You can't make a movie until you have, you know, a black magic camera or a three thousand dollar lens, a cinema. I can't make a movie until I have a cinema right, lens. Right, right. It's like that's not accurate, but un- understandable. You feel yeah. like when you look at somebody making a movie, you see what they have and you're like, Well, I can't make a movie until right. till I have that. Well, and I think that goes with you know, um, kind of like the imposter syndrome. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. like I can't do this because, right Be- yeah. like you you're um looking at other people's work you know we were talking about this the other day and we only talked for a little bit on the phone we saved it for the podcast I told him to shut up <laughs> shut the hell up yeah um you know basically we, we i was like i watched something and i was like that is so freaking good and it got me in this like zone where i was like oh i'm not gonna make something that good like yeah. even though i want to and i have all the tools to do it and it's just like that how do we get through that you know and i think that's what i was kind of trying to ask you is like before is like what do you do to get out of a groove you know what i mean back on back in a groove yeah because back in back in action looney tunes i just don't think i think it just comes down to a personal person by person basis because yeah i guess that's that's a good point like i just don't think very many people are made to do great things I know that sounds hard. Oh man. But they're just not. Because if you look at it, n- not very few people are. No, just say it. I know you're struggling to say it. Just no, say I'm it. No, I'm not. Just, most people will not do anything impressive yeah. in their entire life. Man, that's, that's just you know, true. That is um, hard to hear. But the good news is there's 7 billion people. So even yeah, if half the of... people don't do something good, there's yeah. 3.5 billion people that could. So. Don't don't feel like you're you know there's no, only a thousand. No, people I'm just saying like it's just like that is you know it's true. Most people will live lives that are outside of family because yeah. family will you'll always mean something to your family. Absolutely, outside of family will mean very little to yeah. anybody else, and that's yeah. okay. You know that is okay. Uh, that I guess for me because I'm like I know I want to be better, big bigger. You know. Yep, yep. 
have uh, you know great content, have great videos, have great storytelling, right? And it's like, oh, I don't want to be stuck in that. And it's so easy to do that. Do you sure. know what I mean? It's so easy to get stuck in that comfort zone where you're like, you know, you do one thing and it's just like, okay, that was really good. That was well-received. I posted that. You know, and sure. this, this is applicable to anybody or anything. You do something right once. You just keep going and doing that again and again yeah. and again. And then you get in your comfort zone and you're just like turning it out. And that is so, for me as a freelancer, because this is applicable to a lot of stuff, but for me personally, it's like I can keep making the same video over and over again, right? But it's like it's hard for me to break out of that and get out of that box and look down at that box and be like, well, fuck that shit. Like I'm not going to keep doing that again. And there's a lot of people that won't do that. You know, there's a lot of people that will stay inside that box because it is the comfort zone, right? That is like, yeah, and that's okay. And I always come back to this one thing. Um, Yes Theory is a YouTube channel. Um, I love those guys and their slogan, their motto is seek discomfort. Right. And it's such a weird thing to be your slogan, but I love it, right? Because it's like growth happens out of discomfort. Right. Growth happens once you get out of that box. You know what I mean? And so, but getting out of that box is so freaking hard to do. Yeah, I mean, I right? think fitness is the perfect epitome of that is muscles grow from being damaged through working out. Yeah. So you have to tear your muscles in order for them to grow bigger. Yeah. Or you have to run longer periods of time to get used to running longer periods of time and build up that endurance. Mm-hmm. So you just have to look at the obesity pandemic or thing that's going on with everybody being overweight. It's because nobody wants to be uncomfortable, including yeah. you and I. Oh, we yeah. don't, we're not. I've been honest well, about my weight gain on here. Yeah, we haven't been a cover models on men's health lately. <laughs> but uh, speak for yourself. Yeah. I just modeled for men's fashion magazine. That's a lie. I lied to I you. I just say. bold out lie. Sorry. It looked like a lie. It was a joke and it just did not land properly. No. <laughs> but that's the truth though. It's like you talk about like, oh, oh, most people won't do this. Well, yeah, you just have to look at even just doing right. push-ups, something you don't that need, is, no gear, no God, nothing, no I know, nothing. so weird. And nobody in the vast majority of the world will do that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, U.S. We'll I, talk U.S. I'm talking, I mean, me. Well, yeah, no, me. I just like, just start with 10 push ups, 10 squats, 10 pull ups, and do that once a day. Why is that so freaking hard? Because, like, because you don't see any results from it for a long time. Okay. Maybe that's that's it. Yeah. There's no, there, you do that once, and, you know, it's kind of the old adage of like, where's my six pack? Yeah. (laughs) It's not here yet. Like, you will not see results for a long time. I do that all the time. Exactly. You go for one run and be like, God. I'm going to get some Moose's Tooth tonight, some pizza, <laughs> maybe some beer I earned uh, They're going to send me my Olympic medal in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the news is going to do a story on me? <laughs> I ran a mile, guys. <laughs> so oh. I just think it's obvious yeah. once you look at it and be like, you know what? Most people are not willing to do anything hard. Okay. You know, let, let's talk about this real quick. Um, let's talk about something that has helped you get out of that um well something you did to make yourself uncomfortable that you learned from oh okay yeah um i think you know i was thinking the other day actually like where i've come from as far as my business pennsylvania new york no not even that (laughs) (laughs) who knows where i'm from i'm just a man of the world east Uh, coast yeah um vlogging Uh You know what I mean? And I was thinking about the beginning of my vlog Mm -hmm. and it was so nerve wracking to hit publish on that first little video. You know what I mean? And if I didn't, I think that because I was so, I was so like nervous about what people would think Would they think it's weird. Like, Hey guys, like follow me, subscribe to my YouTube channel. And I still to this day feel uncomfortable telling people what to do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know that. That what you're talking about is the uncomfortable, um, 
you know, I don't know if that falls under imposter syndrome, but you're like telling somebody yeah. to like, it's almost like I mean, sales. Even it goes, this podcast talk about it, It's like, we're asking people to review it, rate it, you yeah. know, like it, whatever, do all the things because it's like, that helps us. Sure. You know, but also at the same time, it like it subscribe gives, and well, it gives us that like our dopamine hit. Well, oh, yeah. people are liking what we're doing. You know, it's that satisfaction, right? You're sure. not getting the satisfaction from doing push-ups in your room, you know, once a day. Mm-hmm. But it does help when it is pretty. You have the satisfaction from other people online who are saying like, "Hey, this is good." You know, gave you five stars. Thank you. I thought you were going to go down the route of talking to a camera in but, public. Well, I was. think that, that's also, I mean, like there was a lot of things, you know, and I think I don't even know if I've really talked about it. It's like I flogged for about two years um, on YouTube, tried to push people to my YouTube channel, try to get subscribers, try to make a video every day. For the first year, I made a song. So I was like pushing myself creatively right. to just get out of my comfort zone because I felt at that time I was in a corporate job. And I just felt myself dying. Literally. For lack of a better phrase. You know, it's not far off because I was just like feeling like I was, you know, I I can only picture it as like um the the scary flying boggards or not boggards, um, the things in Harry Potter that suck up people's soul. Oh, the Dementors? <laughs> yeah, the Dementors. I've yes. never even no, I've seen the movies. Seen, I've seen one or two, I guess, but I just remember God, from the office this when Michael <laughs> Michael Scott is talking about prison. <laughs> yeah. And the, 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 the Dementos are come down and suck the soul out of you. <laughs> like Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh no, that's how I can imagine. It's just like I what my soul was leaving. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, I was in a creative job, but I was not being creative. Yeah, yeah. And so I needed to push myself. And it's like, how do I push myself? And I think also going public with something, mm-hmm. right? And telling people I'm going to do this, that's also like I need accountability, right? So maybe that's one one way to get out of it is like surround yourself with people that will hold you accountable to something. Yeah, no, I right? think that's good. Be- because it's like I think there are people there and it's like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you didn't you achieve that. <laughs> get them out of your life. <laughs> get, get those out of here. If anybody encourages you when you fail, yeah. get them out. Yeah, uh, the... You know, I think like surrounding yourself with people yeah. that will help you achieve your goals, you know, whether they're a friend or someone you found on Instagram or whatever. Uh, I think that's one good thing that I've done. It's like let people like I'm doing something, right? I want to do this, right? I want to do 10 push-ups a day, you know. Can you text me every night and text, you know, and no, be like, hold me not. accountable. <laughs> That's why I think those websites where you have to lose weight for money or competitions and then there's money on the line, people are always motivated by money. Absolutely. And so, you know, if you have, I'm driven by that or or shame. Shame's a big one when people make fun of me because I didn't do something, which is like what you're saying is the vlogging. If you don't put out that vlog or if you quit doing it, People were like, oh, I knew that he was a freaking loser. Yeah. I knew he wasn't going to go very, like, you know, they, that they was, want that's to definitely judge a fuel right. for me. I and was so, like, I wanted to be like, fuck you. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what my example was is I've done a couple of those long term fasts. Yeah. And so those you have, which I don't understand how you can I, do that. You're really good at like sticking through. I'm really good at. I think it is wanting to prove people wrong because yeah. anytime I've talked about it, people are like, no, there's no way, no way you can do it. I'm yeah. like, oh. well, tell, tell the people really quick what the, this fast, the fast is. Uh, I mean, it's a water fast and people do anywhere from 24 hours to, uh, I mean, people have done weeks. And so Ooh. the first one I did was five days. And so five day water fast, no food, just water. No caffeine. And, yeah, the first time I did that, no caffeine. And I'm somebody that drink was drinking two to three to four cups of coffee a day. Yeah. And that was the worst because you have caffeine withdrawals on top of trying yeah. to battle hunger. Anyways, I completed that oh. one. And that was like, I think it was like 12 or 15 pounds in five days. What helped you get through that? Um, because I, I... Oh, yeah. I, I, I remember you going through that and like checking in with you. But at the same time, like I wasn't being like... Did you eat anything today? I wasn't keeping oh, yeah. you accountable. So no. like, how did it, you get through those days? Was it just like, well, I want to do it? 
physical, yeah. men, you know, mental side of it. I think there was a lot of things where people were like, you're dumb and you can't do it. And I was like, well, you're dumb. Do it anyway. <laughs> so it was just like, oh, oh you showed them. Yeah. Oh, who's the Burn. idiot? I lost 15 pounds and I'm now have to go to the hospital. <laughs> I'm gout. Check, checkmate. <laughs> so I just think I wanted to prove to myself that I could do something hard because I'm terrible at working out. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll just stop eating. That was <laughs> that was my plan. And so I did that one. What a good plan. I know. And then my buddy Phil and yeah. I when I Shout was like, out to I Phil. Do, I want to do a six day fast. Oh and a day. Yeah. Cause I was like a week is one day. I want to do a week with no food. Yeah. One week. Cause that would be That's a I lot. That's I mean, a lot. That, that, but yeah, that's good. Have you ever thought about are you gonna do them again? I don't think so. Okay. I wasn't saying the say, six day one really pushed yeah. my limits because I don't you like know, you like pizza. Well, I do like pizza. And then I, I went through a dark, dark time where Ooh. I started watching competitive eating videos every night while I was doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like people eating like hot dogs, just everything. Slurping them down. So I'm laying in bed and Molly's looking over at my phone and I'm just watching a guy mow down 15 pounds of like nachos. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, that looks so good. Oh, no. so she's like, as, why as are you you're doing, on this fast? Yeah, well, I'm doing oh, the you're fast. Killing yourself. And I was just like, I feel like I'm getting like just a slight enjoyment out of watching him <laughs> eat it. Like I was doing anything for like oh, the man. sensation of like, hmm, that looks good. You remind you remind me of like Kelly in the office when she goes oh, yeah. on that <laughs> cleanse. I swallowed a tapeworm. <laughs> yeah. So and she just looks like miserable. Yep. Oh, why are you doing that to yourself? But what did you learn from those experiences? I just learned that you, in general, you give up way before you're hitting your max at anything. Right. Like, well, that's that's the one thing they say about like anything, you know, muscle gain, at, or, like working out. It's like, yeah. you know, go to exhaustion, exhaustion, right. you know, basically like do what you can and then add five more. Yeah. Right? Or that's running. what does it. Like Even you running, feel like yeah. giving up after three miles. You're like, your body is literally I've, capable. It's like more of like going. two blocks, yeah. three blocks. Once I get started, I <laughs> got to tell myself that nonstop. It's like go around the corner and come yeah. back. You're like, oh, that was, but, that was good. Yeah. I mean, your body is super yeah. powerful. And I'm, I can only imagine your mind is right there with it in oh, yeah. terms of like, you can do amazing things. You know, that is kind of crazy to think about. And I'm going to toot my own horn here. Um, when I did the marathon with my buddies, mm, uh, yep, yep. it was, you know, I was, I had an injury. I wasn't training as much as I should have been. And then the day came and I, you know, of course all my buddies were like, Shoom, see ya, you know, yeah. I, I was up with them for about 10 miles and then they just took off. And there was about mile 18. My legs were burning, burning, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's the, the farthest I've ever ran. And there's people literally to my left and right. And I'm like, what are you guys, are you guys okay? And they're like, yeah, we're done. We're going to quit. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, how tempting is that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mile 18. But at the same time, like I knew I had like I had guys texting me like, hey, where you at? What mile are you at? I'm only two miles ahead of you. I'm like, okay, if I can make it to another two miles, you know what I mean? So it's like the brain is a pretty crazy thing. Like you can push. Because you had eight more miles to go. Yeah. Which is eternity. Excruciating. Like it was, I don't think, I don't. I don't know if I'll ever do it again. It definitely felt really good once I accomplished it. You know, have my first beer in a month and like eat whatever I wanted, you know, in a month um, that night. But it was definitely like, it took me a couple days to repair. for sure. But at the same time, it was such a momentous like, wow. Like my head switched and was like, I can... I can do that. If I can do, you know, a marathon, I can freaking do anything. anything. I can run two marathons. Oh, darn. Well, like you, I don't then, know. If then my buddy was like, "Oh yeah, that was your first run. My first run was fifty miles in Homer in March in a blizzard." Oh, and I was like, "You did that? Well, you never overheat." Oh man! But that always reminds me of like David Goggins, you know, oh, insane yeah. guy. You know, the story is that he had never run really more than probably twenty miles yeah. in one thing, and he decided to do and I'm probably butchering this, but then decided to do a 100-mile run in 24 hours, I think you had. Maybe it was less than that. Whatever it was. So he basically ran that, and 
uh, the things that happened to his body during that period of time pushing oh, yeah. through that it were pretty disgusting. Oh, yeah. But it's not, it's yeah, not it's fun. Not pretty. No. But it's amazing that you can do that yeah. and your body just well, will I keep mean, going. Even low key, let me go back to like running too. Is like, um, I at the time was like only doing like two miles, but I was like running, walking, running, walking, right? right. right? And then my buddy was like, um, shout out to Dave Velasquez. He was like, well, come running with me. And I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Huh? Absolutely fun. not. And then he, <laughs> we get there and he's like, we're going to run six miles today. And I'm like, I've been running two, but like walking, running, running, walking, running, going back and forth. And uh, he's like, right, we're going to run six. And I was like, well, I'm definitely going to be having to stop. I think we walked for like 30 seconds because I was like, yeah. my head was like, no, what the fuck are you doing? Um, but it basically ran the whole thing. Now, yeah. a lot slow, but sure. it was like, I went from like walking and running two miles to running basically six miles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, like I got this, yeah. you know? And then that's when signed me up for the marathon. It's just like doing that with him and having his support also, you know, I think that's building a support system. It's right? true. It goes back to that accountability and I also think running, you can see results fairly quickly, even though even if it's not the smartest yeah. to to not follow a plan where you minimize injuries yeah. or potential of injuries. Oh, yeah. So they want you to take it usually pretty slow. But with running, you can find yourself building up pretty quickly with yeah. miles. And that I think that is um rewarding in yeah. itself is getting to see that results fairly quickly versus, you know. Getting yeah. a six pack from not having one yep. will take a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah, I found that out the yeah. hard way. And well, that's, that's then that's just interesting. Yeah, I like it. Well, what's what's a you know? Let's leave them with closing remarks for the end. Um, do drugs. Find <laughs> the ones you like. Run until your body says no, and then run a little further. Um, Monopoly. Buy all the properties right at the beginning <laughs> that you can. This is a good recap, recap of what we talked about. Um, what uh, else? If you're going to fast, don't do it without caffeine because you'll throw up. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you oh, that. Oh, man. Yeah. So, brutal. Yeah. That's, you know, that's just, just be smart about it, I guess. Yeah. I, and I, most I, people won't do anything of value in their entire <laughs> life. So don't be like them. <laughs> Oh, well, keep pushing, people. Uh, We got this. Yep, we're almost to wherever we're trying to go. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for checking out another episode of Go Fix Yourself Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go check us out on all streaming platforms. Mm. Tell a friend. Mm. Leave a review. Mm. And Stephen, where else can they find us? I would love them to go check out patreon.com slash Podcast. Now, Patreon is a platform for just a couple of bucks. You can help support your favorite creators and get early access to episodes from this podcast. And as always, go Go fix fix yourself. yourself.